If we were a couple, do you think that we would get need- a dog really quick? Or- <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say need to bring a third person into the into the marriage, like a baby, <laughs> <laughs> but hornier, like, like a, a person to fuck. <laughs> when I ever see a, a straight couple and um, the guy's got a really good butt, I'm like, what she, a waste! What a waste! Will she appreciate that butt? Will she? I hope she does. I hope so. She's pegging that booty. She, I hope she's pegging them. I hope right now, as we're recording this, there's some straight girl out there just pegging that the shit ass. out of her boyfriend's juicy butt. Oh, if no other good comes from this podcast, <laughs> it'll be that somebody will be inspired to peg their boyfriend's juicy, dummy, thick booty. <laughs> hey, everyone. Peg your boyfriend. Peg your boyfriend. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> In every, the every day. Dozens of straight boy butts get unpegged. You can... (laughs) I can't even finish the commercial. (laughs) All right, let's do this damn thing. Let's do this damn thing. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Hey, I'm Zach and I'm Haley and we're, we're not, not together. together. Beautiful. Um, so, you know, it's been uh, like how many episodes at this point? 20, 20 ish, 22, 20 ish. It's a lot. We're, we're this we is can, a this podcast drink. could drink. Yeah, we can. Fuck yeah. So at this point, you, you're pretty um, well versed in the kind of format of the show. We have a guest on. They uh, get to say funny things with us. We break something down with them. Uh, there is a game element and then mm-hmm. they get to ask one judgment free question. We're all comfortable with this at that point, right? Yeah. We're feeling good. Throw it out. Get out. Throw no. the whole thing out. Crumple that piece of paper. Rip it up. It's Throw garbage it now. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're not doing that this time. Guess what? Here's our new guest. Oh, there isn't one. Oh, no. got you. Haley, we don't need that, cr- that crutch again anymore. We can do it. Just You can be funny, you and me. God, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> God, but the one thing we are doing is we're d- going to take that question portion and we're going to, we're kind of throwing it out to you. The ball's in your court now. Mm-hmm. Um, we asked on social media for you to send us your uh, your fix them up questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we said, you, you said, please help us, Zach and Haley. Uh, and we said, all right. <laughs> we'll try our best. Uh, yeah. So you sent us questions on our Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. You emailed us at uh, you know our email, nottogetherpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and uh, we looked them all over and we're going to answer them now. Yeah. And um, we might not be able to get to everyone's mm-hmm. question, but don't worry because we'll probably do another one of these yeah. and we'll just save it for next time and or, answer it next yeah. time. And some questions were a little personal, so we answered those um uh, separately online, um, mm-hmm. and thank you again so much for those. Um, it was really cool getting all those questions, and they're so different each and every one. Yeah, I was surprised. I thought we would get like a lot of the same question, mm-hmm. and I don't think we got any two questions that were the same, which was really cool. Yeah, we really yeah, and, and everything was very sweet. Everybody's so sweet on the guest. Everybody is so sweet about questions asking on this show. Like, there's never any. We want we make, made this wanting to get g- gross questions this whole podcast, and we haven't gotten one. Maybe one. We have we had we have one. one. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of the one. Um, but yeah, everything it was very sweet, very great, and um, we we had a couple people since we started this. Um, just reaching out saying, hey, I'm recently out now. And just, it's so cool. Um, It was very cool to hear that. Yeah, it feels nice to be uh, led into such a big part of your journey, guys. So thanks for that. Yeah, thank you. Um, Just want to stress. Totally. 
again, we are just podcasters. Oh, absolutely. Not experts. <laughs> so we're not experts. So no, take no. our advice uh, with a grain of salt, I guess. You know, yep. we mm-hmm. uh, give it as much, maybe not even as much as you would give like a good friend of yours. You sure. Know? I mean, if you, I'd like you to think of us as a good friend, you know. But, that's true. But, you know, if you have you know, real problems, maybe talk to a therapist. They're a great uh, resource and, or, you know, maybe your real friends yeah. <laughs> who are your face to face. I I did. I just started therapy really? on, on Monday. Yeah. How'd that go? Oh, I cried the whole time. Oh, congrats. <laughs> it was rough. Yeah. But yeah, so, um, I, yeah, I my first, I, yeah, first therapy session cried, 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 cried. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, you got to take off those, um, you got to rip yourself apart a bit before you can, be put back together totally yeah and all those like it's basically like all those tears that were held back just came pouring out mm. so do you hold back your happen. emotions for sure tell me about that hey this isn't about me <laughs> oh okay this is about the listeners god all right right we are here you're here to get your fix that's right um, but you're not broken you're just bent pink taught us that <laughs> And you can learn to love again. <laughs> and you can learn to love again. <laughs> All right. Um, our first question comes from uh, Cheris. Thank you, Cheris. Hey, Zach and Haley, she says, I'm a big fan of your show. My love life quandary is this. The problem with being straight is that I have two date straight guys. Woof. <laughs> Woof. Um, as we all know, gays do it better. Trust. Um, <laughs> how can I meet straights who measure up? I've heard they're out there, but I can't find them. So thank you, Cheris, for sending that. Woof. Yeah, you know, right off the bat, hard question, hard question, tough question. Mm-hmm. Um, as to people who have never met a well, straight person, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, I literally don't know where they are <laughs> yeah, they, physically. They don't exist. <laughs> um, no, no, no. But uh, I get what she means. Like, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's it's hard dating in general, but you know, when straight people are just everywhere, how how can you find <laughs> one that that will fit? Right. Um, it is it is hard. I I hear about. I have a lot of straight women friends who, and sometimes they tell me about stories of like the men they meet on Tinder. And I am just like, oh my God. It just all sounds like horror stories. A bunch of just like kind of borderline sociopaths um, or just like little like fidgety, I got to get off right now, like assholes. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and, and getting to know people in bars is impossible. Um, yeah. I think I I think in general, like gotta get the apps if they work for you, great, but it's so impersonal and and bars again, everybody's there just to get some and if that works for you, that's great. But I think personally my all of my luck has just come from doing things and with other meeting people, people. Like meeting people. So whether that's like, you know, going to some event that you haven't been uh to before or I think taking a class is always a great way to meet people. Mm-hmm. Um like and it's a great way to find somebody who has the same interests as you, for sure. Exactly. Yeah, you know. that's already like something right off the bat. Like if you love rock climbing, if you go to the rock climbing gym, totally see someone cute there. It's like you're gonna shit. have to. Hey, you believe for me, I believe for you, uh-huh. and then oh, suddenly you're looking at up at a cute butt. <laughs> nice <laughs> oh, juicy. What's butt. this? Nice juicy butt. <laughs> oh wow. That's what do, true. What do those strong arms do? <laughs> you know, one thing I was thinking is that. I mean, part of the reason I think part of the horror stories I think that happen with women trying to meet mm-hmm. good straight men out there is that they meet a lot of men who aren't feminists and feminism just means equality Yeah, who don't see women as equals. Um, yeah. And you're going into a situation where you're, you're already not 
on level playing field. Right, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think part of it is maybe even finding people who not exclusively only hang out with women, but who have f- women friends, who have female friends that you respect. Right, because, right. Yeah, and, yeah, if, yeah. and, you know, if they're friends with these men. Um, and also because men who are feminists can be friends with women mm-hmm. without seeing them as something they're else. They're not just like hang around girls because there might be a potential that they might maybe hook up exactly yeah, it's like okay i like your i like this person's personality yeah. so i'll be friends with with her mm-hmm, wouldn't mm-hmm. matter if she was a, a dude or a woman you know here's another uh suggestion mm-hmm. how about go to your local library hang out there all day have a stack of books a bunch of different ones just mm-hmm. all, all, all over twist um something about bugs um hmm. <laughs> um and then just basically and uh Catcher on the Rye, all these things. And then just go around bumping into every cute guy you see. And then he'll pick up books. And one of those books might be his favorite. And he'll go, oh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And oh. you're like, oh, you like that? And basically just force a meet cute is what I'm trying to say. So, yeah, you that is, man, that'll take a long time. It might. But but if you bump into enough guys, <laughs> yeah. one of them's got to be good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're going to have a lot of of bruises all over your body from oh, all this bumping. Oh, good point. Yeah. Wear shin guards. Wear, <laughs> shin wear pads, elbow pads, <laughs> knee pads, and a helmet. Go to library in a full hockey gear. <laughs> Look, definitely the shoulder pads if you're going to be bumping. Ooh. Wear those. Look so like... just hockey check a cute guy you see at the library. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to make for a great story. <laughs> um, but I really like what you said about taking class or going to events or mm-hmm. doing things like that where... You can meet someone who has the same interests, especially if it's something that you feel very strongly about, mm-hmm. not necessarily your favorite TV show, but totally. maybe you feel very strongly about helping immigrants or something and you sure. want to go to volunteering. like- Volunteering, yeah. Volunteer. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then you can meet someone who, who has similar <laughs> worldviews. I think that's more important than liking the same TV show necessarily. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, if you, where are these I just think, Yeah, Where are they? Where are they hiding? I mean, in general, yeah- Go, like go to that party go to that party that like oh i don't know a ton of people there but i might know one person great that mm-hmm. one person is your in and then get to know everybody else because they could be a potential exactly. straight person that you might get to know and love i mean that is how i met like a lot of girls that i've dated that i haven't met on apps mm-hmm. i've met them through going to parties yeah. and then meeting their friends i mean the good thing is is that if you go to a friend's party you like that person yeah and the people that they're friends with are pretty much going to be along the same mm-hmm. level of of type of person you know yeah. what i mean like yeah yeah it's just and yeah you, you kind of it creates a chain reaction of friend knowing do you ever like think about like for instance your girlfriend and just look back like okay i know her through that person which is through this person and that person it's actually just crazy the domino effect like like how, what, how long until you got to steph well i met her on tinder oh well fuck that yeah so that throws, <laughs> well, throws the but whole theory met- out other people that Got way it. for sure. Okay, but not yeah. the one. Not the one. But this is lesbians. It's totally different. Than- it's totally different. I was talking. <laughs> in fact, I was talking to my therapist, and I told her she was asking how I met Stephanie, and I was like, "Oh, I met her on Tinder." And then I was like, "I actually have had great experiences on Tinder." And and my therapist literally goes, "Yeah, because you're a lesbian, right? You don't date men. <laughs> That's why you've had great experiences." It's incredible. You're. And I'm like, oh yeah. Your therapist sounds great. She's funny. She's a pretty no nonsense lady. She's like, yeah, that. men are stupid. Men are stupid. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, ha- they're not. No, some are great. I've got a couple. We're gonna find you one. I've got a couple ma- male clients, and they're all idiots. Let me tell you right now. <laughs> yeah. Let uh, me tell you all about them. <laughs> and she just breached Girl, Hippa. let's just, girl, let's. We dish. got a dish. 
<laughs> just spill the tea on and all your clients. It's just me crying about all her other clients. Don't you feel better now? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> Actually, that means... <laughs> Is that therapy? Because that sounds great. That sounds great. Therapy. Therapy. Ooh, beautiful. I don't know if we answered that at all. I think, I think we touched on it. <laughs> I think we got it. We I got think, close. I think... At the end of the day, go to the library and hockey check a guy. <laughs> that's your best bet. Yeah, I think that's your best bet. But really, um, I think, and even asking your, you know what people don't realize? Your like, friends. Ask your friends. Like, be like, do you know any single guys that you like? And then they'll go, oh, yeah. You know, they just don't know necessarily yeah. to play matchmaker that you're looking. until yeah. you tell them. Yeah. So maybe yes. Yeah, just, yeah, put the. Uh, Someone you trust. Might and as like. well cast the net out there, mm-hmm. you know, because. Even if you catch a boot, hey, one more and that's a pair. (laughs) 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 I'm more so laughing about how you couldn't finish that. (laughs) I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> why did that Sorry, why did that knock you out? Oh man, that just hit so hard. That just hit me in the right spot. <laughs> that hit me in my F spot, in which your, is my funny spot. Uh, oh, like my G spot. I didn't is But there, for humor. Is there, <laughs> is there A through F? There's know. other spots? I don't know. My my angry spot, my A spot. <laughs> Yeah, this driver in traffic really hit me in my A spot. My a spot. <laughs> I was so mad. Oh. oh. Okay, wiping the tears right. out of my eyes. Okay. This is why. The, why the, the, so the third person is just a buffer, so that doesn't happen, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Maybe. Oh, I'm sweating. We're learning things. Woo. Uh, so that helped, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so buy a pair of boots. Um, <laughs> just buy a pair of boots. Look, if you can't find a guy, just buy a pair of cute boots. <laughs> At the very, somebody might look like look down. Hey, hey, nice. cute boots. <laughs> Some like handsome stranger on the sidewalk. Wow, those are great, great boots. boots. <gasps> wow, Zach and Haley were right. <laughs> cute oh, boots. so stupid. All right, so I've got another one here. Um. So, this one's from Katie. So, you two have mentioned these unspoken dating, quote-unquote, rules that seem to pop up in dating, the kind that dictate how each person should act. One I've noticed in the straight world is that women should let the guy pursue. Mm -hmm. You know, the whole let him chase you thing. Show him you're interested, but not too much, or he'll lose interest. Um, Like kind of damsel in distress, kind of leave a little uh, favor for him to pick up or something. and then Yeah, don't show you're fully interested. Mm -hmm. Um, So Katie continues, I've actually found that to be true in a sense. The more aloof I act, the better things seem to go. But it can also swing in the opposite direction. If you act too aloof, they think you're not interested at all. So my question is this. One, how does this play out in gay and lesbian relationships? Who's usually expected to quote unquote chase or pursue? Mm-hmm. Um, does that standard even exist? And two, any tips on how to navigate that without being so passive in your own love life? So we got a, a couple little questions What's there. What's the diminishing return on aloofness? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's, yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know. How aloof is how too aloof? How aloof is too aloof? I don't know. I feel <laughs> like. I I understand where she's coming from. I think that that, especially when I was younger, that seemed to be 
something that did exist where it's like you don't want to come off too like eager right because yeah. then it's like this whole yeah, yeah, yeah. whole game but, but you also don't want to just flat out ignore the person right women have to just live on a, a tight wire their whole lives yeah there's always this hot but not too hot the beautiful but she doesn't know it sort of thing <laughs> right. smart but not smarter than me or whatever it's, yeah it sounds exhausting yeah well i think my whole idea of it is like I used to be that way. I used to kind of think, sure, I can't text this woman right away. Three days rule. I've got to do. I never did it that long, okay. but but yes. <laughs> I but forgot that, you're a lesbian. <laughs> yeah, again, in lesbian years, that's like twenty minutes. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I I I did do that sometimes. Yeah. But as I've gotten older, I found like fuck that. I don't do any of that anymore. If I like someone. I say the things I want to say. Yeah. I respond exactly when I can and want to. Mm-hmm. And I found that if you're dating like other adults and if someone's into you, yeah. then it won't. Directness is Yeah. Is then, great. then they'll respond In positively. Kind, totally. Um, yeah, I totally agree. I also feel like I get, well, hold on. So let's, let's, so let's break this down. So first off, is this something that comes to play in gay, lesbian, um, flirting and dating? Um, and who is expected, to, expected chase to chase and who? pursue? Um, I mean, I don't think the rules are so hard set. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Does the t- I guess the top pursues, <laughs> but is not, that the case? But not necessarily. Like, yeah, you know. Um, I don't know. I think everybody likes when somebody cute says hi to them and felt the need to. You know, like that like, shows like, an interest. The idea that, like, oh my god, someone had to say hello to me—that's. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could also be creepy, but it could also work out really great. Well, um, that's the thing. It's yeah. it's just if, and again, people like I feel like a lot of incels say this in a negative way, sure. but it but it's true. Like they say, like you know, depending on if the girl likes you or not, the this action I do could be considered romantic or creepy sure um but that's that's why you don't do those actions until you're sure someone is into you right or if you reach out and you don't get a positive response yeah. stop yeah reaching out. i think it does it's it's fine to do it once if you get denied denied whatever um if yeah. you keep going and that's when it becomes creepy i don't exactly. think i think the first time if they are making a quick quick judgment calling you creep whatever that's on them yeah but if it keeps if you keep doing that, yes, you are then you're now creep. fully in creep zone. You are a fucking Igor to the max. Yeah, exactly. Um, I've I've found that my love life has been far more successful since I've gotten rid of those mm-hmm. kind of quote unquote rules. Right. Um, and it's also because it's like, do I want to be in a relationship with someone that like we had to play a game to get here that mm-hmm. we had to like manipulate each other in a weird exactly. way to get here. Like, yeah. is that even real or is it just like a weird level of manipulation? Yeah, uh, that's exactly. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. It's it's emotional ma- manipulation. And you want somebody who is just into you and doesn't want to. You don't need those games. You know, when, right. when it's real, you shouldn't anyway. Um, And if you're around somebody who's making you do that in order to then that then again, that's not a person who. You need to, you know. Right. You need to have a little bit more respect for yeah, yourself exactly. to not engage with those types of people. Because I know it, it feels nice when you think someone 
likes, likes you, you and you're and you're kind of going back and forth with that but if they're not like giving you mm-hmm. what e- either what you're giving in return or what you kind of need yeah i yeah i i um i do think with gays it's not so much about like cuz we don't have obviously the gender roles boy the gender roles or whatever but although sometimes we do like uh, sometimes like there are like really butch women and really femme women who oh, sure. do kind of mm-hmm. hold those Fall gender roles yeah. at this in a kind of. But it can but, still yeah. be a little uh, wibbly wobbly, which is which is great. But I, I it is also um, there's kind of a general attitude and and vibe thing going on. Um, I've I've never really I've only like a couple times I've never really had somebody come up and hit on me at a bar not really um i have had friends who were like recently out or whatever and they've only come out for a couple times and they get hit on every single time um mm-hmm. and somebody explained to me they're just like oh well you're the type of person that they want coming up to them it's like, yeah. oh okay huh can i just want to say one more thing regarding okay. that um this is not something i think anyone wants to hear but once I kind of accepted this in my own life, it made things a lot easier for me. Mm-hmm. If you're kind of going back and forth with someone and you can't really tell if someone really likes you, they don't. Right. They don't. They don't. If someone likes you, you know. Mm-hmm. You can tell. Yeah. If someone's not responding to you after an hour and they're giving you like one, you know, word responses mm-hmm. and then you're like, I don't know, is he that into me? Right. No. Sorry, no. he's not. And it's it's possible that yes, they they could be busy, but they would make some time to text at they, least. They would make some time least. later, or to explain, I'm so sorry, right? This happened, and also if it keeps happening and you keep getting rain checked and pushed back, and yeah. it's it's so hard to to like um just drop somebody like that when you you felt like there was something here, there was like a a fertile almost relationship that or dating situation that could have happened, right? And so to to if there's like this kinetic energy into like just drop that potential is hard, but sometimes it's just better for your mental health. Right. You're, you're dragging it out mm-hmm. even more. And it is tough because you start making up excuses and mm-hmm. stories in for your own them. brain yeah. for them. You know, or maybe they really are busier. I'm I don't so know, guilty you know. of that. Oh, I am too. I think we all are. But really, once you can kind of get better at accepting that, because then when the next person comes around and is yeah. texting you all the time and all over you and yeah, Maybe they don't text you for a couple hours and then they go, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I was in a meeting. Sure. But hey, let's get dinner tonight. Da, da, da. Like then, then you'll realize like, oh my gosh, this is what being liked feels Yeah, you like. want to be excited. Yeah. And you want them to be excited. Right. I agree. Um. Oh, but then, so then she just, there was kind of a part two where she was asking uh, about like any tips how to na- navigate not being so passive in, in love life mm. for her. For her, right. Yeah. The straight world. Wow. The straight world. <sighs> Um, yeah, again, I think that especially men who, and again, this would be a good test, right? For these men you mm. could be potentially dating. Right. I think any man who feels threatened by a woman yeah. pursuing him is maybe someone you don't want to be with totally. anyway. Yeah. So I think, yeah, if you like a guy on Tinder or whatever, you he doesn't have to be the first one to say mm-hmm. something. And, you know... Yeah, you shouldn't be waiting around for somebody to quote unquote man up to talk to you. Like and and yeah, and you don't you shouldn't have to just like handle his masculinity with like like oven mitts to make sure that it doesn't break or something. Right. Um But then also don't be the type of person who expects a man to message you first sure. or who expects when you do go on that first date for him to pick it up. Okay. You know? Maybe sure. you guys split it. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I think that's what it is. Like, once you find someone who you want to treat as an equal, like, mm-hmm. I think, I think not only men should treat women as equals, but women should treat men as equals sure. too. Like, we shouldn't expect them to pick up the bill on every, mm-hmm. uh, you know, well, dinner date. Ideally, you want a partnership. Exactly, you want a partnership. It's not just a cute arm right. candy situation. And if maybe maybe he does get it the first time, but then you know what, you get it the second time. Yeah, I always think everyone should go Dutch I love on the that. first date. That, on the first date, totally. But yeah. I also like when you get to a place where it's like, no, I got this, whatever, because exactly. you you know that you got me next time, you know, or, exactly. or you know, or it just it gets to the point where you don't. It doesn't matter. It's great. Treat each other. Treat each other. Also, treat your friends. One of the one of the best things as an adult is getting to say. This rounds on me only when it's like three or four people. Let's not get crazy, <laughs> yeah. but it's such a good feeling. I know yeah. it's a bit of a departure. It's great. It's so yeah. much fun. Uh, yeah, just date your friends. Date your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, I just can't trust that enough. won't complicate things at not all. Not at all. No, no. So, uh, not if not if it's a, a non judgmental poly commune. <laughs> it will be great. Did all we right. answer that? I don't know, Katie. I hope that helped. I good hope luck. Helped. Good luck out um, there. So I'm going to jump a little outside of dating a bit Mm -hmm. uh, and go to David's question. Uh, This is kind of a short and sweet one. Uh, David says, can you give me advice on getting in shape, a.k.a. where the fuck do I start diet and exercising? Um, So thank you, David. This is a this is a it's a it's a big question. Um, This is a hard one. I mean, this is one that we both struggle with Mm -hmm. as well. Um, You know, the biggest problem for me was like where do people find the time right mm-hmm. and the end also get enough sleep you know yes. where do people find the time especially because i work a full-time job zach does as well and i also have a dog at home yeah so i don't want to leave my house any earlier than i have to to get to work or stay yeah. out of my house any later you know because i want to go home to the dog i need to take care of her i've got to let her out you. she misses me i miss her mm-hmm. so that was my biggest problem one of my solutions was a little bit outside the box that we both started doing yeah. is there just happens to be a gym in the building that we work. Yeah, we're very lucky in that. Very fortunate, yeah. which is very fortunate, and that's not going to be an option for everyone. Mm-hmm. But we decided, you know what? Like, instead of sacrificing being away from my dog, mm-hmm. I have to be away from my dog during lunch anyways. I might as well do it during my lunch break. Yeah. So uh, it does make it easy. Uh, it also makes it so, like, I, well, I have all my stuff it's lunch i have to do it because you, you have to hold yourself accountable mm-hmm. um uh yeah find a way that fits in your schedule um it's it's super easy to make excuses yours is obviously a lot more valid with the dog and everything but like personally i have a hard time waking up if i didn't have the uh gym at the office like i'd, I'd probably i used to um get up at like six in the morning go to a gym near my work uh, and i just got you get, I mean, you do get used to it. It sucks at first, yeah. but you do get used to it. Making a schedule and sticking to it is the biggest thing. And then little things like packing your uh, your gym clothes the night before so it's all ready to go. So, mm-hmm. so there's no like, oh, no, I'm running late. I can't go to the gym today. Like just cut that, that, that right. thought, that doubt right out there. Like start packing your um, – your lunches ahead of time, meal prep, because um, mm-hmm. diet is going to be the biggest part of it, obviously. Um, and 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 then and again, keep hold yourself accountable. Like I have a huge problem when I'm eating, or especially on the weekend, where I go, "Oh, I'll just have one," or "Oh, it's the weekend." And then once I have one, that just opens the floodgates. Yeah, <laughs> and once then, you pop, you just can't stop. True, honestly, yeah, yeah, I yeah, it's it's a it's it's like kind of a problem. That's me with popping yeah. beers. <laughs> once yeah. I pop, I just can't mm-hmm. stop. So if I just if I say, you know what, I'm not gonna have that one because 
I'm I'm trying to diet, then it, it helps to not mm-hmm. get the have those other ones. And of course, relax. Have a have a have a a, a, a beer on the weekend. It's like have a cheat day or whatever. Um mm-hmm. uh even if like and, and not to say like yeah. you know, we do sacrifice our lunch break. A lot of times we have to like Yeah, I eat at my desk. Eat yeah. at our desks, you know, and, and while other people get to go out, you know. So you there will probably be a small sacrifice you have to make. I guess you can just find a way to work that into your mm-hmm. life. One thing I found that worked really well for me, mm-hmm. and it worked for my dad as well, is find one like big problem area as far as eating goes. Oh yeah. And even if you're not ready to go full on full 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 diet yet, find one big problem area and fix that one. For me, Smart. it was drinking soda. I grew up drinking Coca-Colas all mm. my life. I didn't even realize like you're supposed to drink water and like oh, except during no. sports. Look, I'm from Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're trash people. Um I only drank water during sports growing up. That's yeah. the only time I thought you had to. Mm-hmm. Obviously realized that's crazy. So I was like a soda addict for most of my life wow, until yeah. my 20s. I removed soda from the equation and replaced it. This is also so LA and so white girl with La Croix <laughs> or with any kind of like sparkling water like that, yeah. right? Which is good because you. the big thing about soda is really the Replacing burn. Replacing the craving. Yeah. Yeah. And so now I drink that. I mean, every once in a while I'll still have a soda, but, you know, I used to drink multiple a day mm-hmm. and now I'm down to, you know, one or two a week maybe. Yeah. But I drink just drink La Croix and that's a big, that was a big thing for me. Yeah. And then, and then, then, once you kind of get used to that, it's easier to then identify other smaller problems, right? Yeah. Like, and, and kind of find ways to kind of fix those ones as well. Well, that's, uh, that's a great point because I think a lot of people, the, where the problem lies is that they make a bunch of changes all at once. You start a new diet, you go to a new gym, you, um, you like all the, cut all these things out, blah, 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 blah. And suddenly you, you just, you, uh, you mess up just because that's a lot to do all at once. It's hard. And, I mean, like, you know, a squirrel, you know, gets their acorns one at a time you know they don't carry a whole load need to get ready for the winter and like like, i'm loving all these analogies thank you i have another one uh you don't uh you plant the seed uh sorry you don't eat the fruit the day after you plant the seed you know like you got to water it slowly yeah Um, it's time it's gonna take time uh one thing that sort of helped is like because a lot of a lot of sometimes i look at my body i'm like this is never gonna happen this is gonna take so long but then i also think like well time's gonna pass regardless and i would have rather put in the work and then see results in the year rather than complain for a whole year that, oh, it's never going to happen. That's true. You know? That's true. Um, I also think you have to be patient with yourself because... Um, give yourself a break. Give yourself a break. Um, change is hard and takes a lot of time, especially changing habits. Um, and mm-hmm. and things are like cyclical. Like you're going to mess up. You're going to have like a holiday um, and then you're, you're going to miss your diet or you're going to... And then you go back around. But I think it's cyclical kind of upwards and forwards. So like you're going to mess it, mix up, but the next time you start over the, on that loop, you're going to be better than you were last time. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully that loop becomes smaller and smaller until it's just a straight line. And you're just getting better and better. Right. I mean, um, that's the thing. It is a lifestyle change, right? Yeah. So if you're going from absolutely no exercise to absolutely no dieting, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're like, I'm doing P90X every day and crash yeah. dieting. It's like... It's wild. That might not work mm-hmm. because... You're so not used to it. So just take the smaller steps first yeah. and then work your way up to that. That's what's kind of worked for me. One big thing that yeah. has really worked for me is trick yourself. Trick yourself, yeah. Play a trick on yourself, okay, totally. right? Your brain I, is, your body's stupid. You're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so I fell in love with rock climbing in college. Yes. And accidentally got in the best shape of my life. Yeah, guess what, buddy? 
that's working. That's right working there. out. Idiot. So if you're someone who hates the gym, <laughs> maybe try out a few hobbies. Do something fun. Yeah, take a class. Do oh, again, every <laughs> we said take a class the last one, but like <laughs> like the, uh, that's another way to hold yourself accountable is you signed up for this class, so now you got to go. Um mm-hmm. make it a group thing. You probably have friends get who some are buddies. Yeah, get some buddies who are there where you are or really honestly talk to somebody who is fit. Like, because they probably have a bunch of um, tips and tricks. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's it's so easy to feel like everybody's like just bogarting this health information, and all the fit people just haven't like these secrets, you know. And you have to pay for it, and because fitness costs a lot of money. But there's also a lot of good resources. Like, there's a website called Muscle and Fitness that I was using a while back that has a lot of good diet tips, um, and a lot of good just like full workout plans um, that they record. Like, so you can that will fit for different. Um, needs like if you're trying to burn fat or bulk up or whatever like they have different uh plans for that it's 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 great there's a lot of resources yeah um and yeah i'm sure you have friends who are who are like in the type of shape that you want to be or who are like trainers or something um mm-hmm. i'm sure they'd be down to help you out yeah absolutely oh, for sure i i've um i've talked to a couple different people and what i've liked to do is all everybody has a completely different thing like everybody's always like like oh you gotta like eat between this hour and this hour or or you have to uh like work really hard on just like one machine but then split it up with like uh like push-ups and sit-ups and then go right back to thing it's really grueling all that stuff do i so i i like taking the bits that i like and work best for me from each of those things and kind of cobbling together my own thing from there absolutely Um, yeah it's really what works for you like i love the um the rock climbing tip i think that's right exactly and like maybe you like loved playing soccer as a kid or something mm-hmm. there's definitely an intramural oh, soccer sure. team you can join yeah um that's the thing i love like tricking myself i i realized like i also like l- really l- got into hiking oh yeah and i took my dog on a hike um you know a couple months ago mm-hmm. and i was like yeah let me just jog it for a little bit and then yeah. started jogging it and i was like i hate i've always hated running yeah but when i'm out on like a hiking trail with my dog yeah all of a sudden i'm in love with it yeah. so just you try and find things that you enjoy that are physical mm-hmm. and trick yourself into like, you don't realize like, oh, I'm working out. Right. And ultimately like be Like patient. Dance Dance Revolution. Dance Dance Revolution. That's what happened it. to a lot of kids playing Dance Dance Revolution. Because yeah, it's video games. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, we have Beat Saber at my place, which is like oh, lightsaber. That'll DDR. get some shoulder workouts. Oh yeah. It's great. I'm in the best shoulder shape of my <laughs> life. Um, uh... And if ever glowing red and blue blocks come to attack the earth, I'll be ready. (laughs) Um, But uh, I think ultimately, like, be patient, be kind with yourself because you should be doing this because you want to do it and because you want to be healthy and not because, like, you're looking at somebody else's body and saying, why can't I be like that? It's so easy to be like that. Um, Yeah, don't compare to yourself to other people because you're on your own little journey and you're going to be great, but you got to you got to put the work in. Right. Yeah. It's so easy to think like, fuck, I'm doing all this work and nothing's happening. Why is it? Why is it so easy for them? Well, I really like what you said about that because it reminds me of like money, too. Right. Like you have you have three thousand dollars. You know, you want to put it in a bank and you're like, oh, man, it's only going to be one percent interest over. Yeah. Of course, one percent interest a month. You know, that sucks. That's so little. That's going to be so little in a month. But if you put it in now. And it goes 1%, 1%, 1%, 1% every right. month. Eventually, that's going to start adding up. Yeah. You know, it's kind of the same with your body. Totally. Yeah. I think that's a great point. Beautiful. Hope that helps, David. Thank you for the question. Okay, cool. So, got another one. Um, this one's from Abram. Hi, Zach and Haley. I have a problem. We may or may not have a solution. We'll see. Um Oof. 
I have developed feelings for someone I shouldn't have feelings for. Been there, girl. Oh, girl. Don't get me wrong. This person's incredible. He's sweet. He's kind. He's funny. And he can match me in terms of conversation. I'm waiting for a butt. (laughs) (laughs) A juicy butt? A juicy butt. (laughs) Uh, The two of us get on really well. And he has become one of my closest friends. Why shouldn't I fall for that? Isn't he the boy of your dreams? Yes, he's incredible. But he's also... He was saying what we were all thinking. Yeah. But here's your butt, Zach. (gasps) But he is also straight. As far as I know. That is the cutest thing. (laughs) He also has a girlfriend. So he's straight. You answered your question as far (laughs) as you know. (laughs) My question is, how do I get him out of my head I go back and forth from wanting nothing to do with him and daydreaming of us getting married on a hillside surrounded by ducks married on a hillside surrounded awesome very nice crazy ex-girlfriend reference (laughs) I'm loving that please help a baby gay out I think every gay has been here for sure Um, yeah for sure you you might be a gay If you've been in love with one of your straight best friends if you've been pining after your straight best friend with a girlfriend and he has a girlfriend Uh, there is nothing worse than when the straight guy that you're crushing on tells you that you're one of their closest friends and i think i like just Uh. oh man i wish i i think i could trust you with anything um (laughs) man man i I think but also regardless straight by gay whatever everybody's like somebody they shouldn't be liking sure we've all been there you've been crushing it's called a crush for a reason it's it the cru- worst. It's soul crushing. It's soul crushing. It feels yeah. like a demon on your chest. Yeah. Um, wait, am I thinking of sleep paralysis? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sleep paralysis. Yeah, sleep yeah. paralysis. Oh, your thing? Never experienced Never that. Never experienced that. No. <laughs> sleep paralysis all the time. Everyone I like has liked me back perfectly. <laughs> um, it always works out. No, I have, I have in college, especially when I first came out as gay, I think this is very, it's a lot more common when you're earlier in your gay, um, ex- like, budding you know? definitely well um, and you know less gay people at that time totally yeah. and so you like this person this person is cute they're nice to you you're just now letting yourself feel things for people um but oh no they're straight um right. it's so easy to just pine over this person and just and and cling on like oh but if or what if they this or they or oh they they touched me there uh that must what mean, does it mean something what or oh i put their my leg next to their leg and they didn't move it right away. Um, all that nonsense. Just me? No. Um, no, no, no. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Right? I get that. Is that. Do you play those little games, those tests, those the like to see if this person feels that way? Yeah. You know? It's the same thing we were talking about with Katie. Yeah. Like you start making all, up this all narrative. these. Exactly. You make up this narrative in your head. Yeah. To make it so that they feel how you feel, and I don't—I don't mean this to sound like harsher than it is, but at a certain point, it stops being even like a, a like or a crush, and starts to become like almost an obsession. Um, mm-hmm. This—if you can't get this person out of your head, um, it's—it's—that's a little far, and you, you never crush in that way unless it's—it's it's unrequited, like you know, exactly, um, yeah. which is also sort of romanticized, and you build that up in your head, and so that's a problem in, in itself. Um, I mean, the—the the hardest thing is just admitting this person isn't going to like me or even mm-hmm. if they do i'm better than waiting around for this you know exactly yeah um, you, you even if for whatever reason totally. yeah maybe some someday he might try and kiss you or blah 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 you're better than that yeah, yeah. it's like and also he has a if, girlfriend. He, if he does that and then he's like oh well i have a girlfriend this yeah. was a mistake then that make you feel even worse worse and and then also like poor girl like right, you know she right. didn't ask for this yeah um 
it's man i think the biggest thing is is just like it's the same thing with um like suffering from anxiety you get like these kind of noisy thoughts in your head these these worries um and it's it's totally fine because to just say like that's it's just noise like it's just the noise my brain is making and you can just you can get a little better at just like cutting that nipping that in the bud when mm-hmm. you start thinking that um if you have a song that you um associate with that person and you always think like oh every time stop listening to that song for a little bit there was a time when i could not listen to the 1975 they are one of my favorite bands uh-huh. but i literally couldn't think of that like i couldn't listen to that, them for a while like you know what just listen to to lizzo for a bit and just or uh mm-hmm. just scream to my couple romance to scream <laughs> just scream into the void scream until the void is full um, <laughs> of your screams. of your screams uh sorry we're not taking any more screams we're all filled um but uh, yeah, I think it, it it just know that it you will get over it. it For sure, it's going to take time. Time, 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 time. Yeah. As much as that is, it hurts to hear. I mean, it's the same thing because you're in your own brain. You're kind of going through a breakup. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing about going through a breakup. The only thing that'll cure you, yes. going through a breakup, is time. And also, one thing that's helped me when this has happened to me is stop being a passive person. Uh huh. And start being an active person in your dating. Because what you're doing right now is you're being very passive about your romance, mm-hmm. which is you're pining over the sky. You're at most dropping hints. You're at maybe. most dropping hints. Yeah. yeah. And you're kind of just waiting for him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and again, this sounds like harsh, but I, just because I've totally been there, I'm like, had the biggest crush. I mean, yeah. this happened multiple times, but like the most recent one had the biggest crush on one of my friends. And the only thing that got me past that was being like, you know what, Haley? Fuck it. Like, Mm -hmm. you need to start actively looking for someone to date. Rather than, because you're treating this person like you're giving them a loyalty of like, Mm -hmm. you're dating them, but they're not dating you. Right. And once you cut that out, once you're like, all right, you know what? I need to start looking for someone to date. And then it's, it's a little bit of a distraction, you know, which is good. Yeah. But then you might also like meet someone and realize like sure. this is like this is them. what it feels like real. to feel good. Yeah. Um I've also been there where like they are gay but they are dating. Like I met them before I realized that they were too. dating somebody and some people are very flirty and they like attention. Yeah. And they whether they know it or not, they like the fact that you're coming to them with this affection mm-hmm. and they're not going to push you away from that and you need to be the person to stop yourself as yes. well, you know. Uh, like you're saying, like, cause yeah, it's a one-sided mm-hmm. flirtationship and you don't want to, you don't want that. <laughs> I've had that before too. Yeah. And that was insanely hard cause you're right, you know, and they know. Yeah. They oh, know. they know what they're doing. And they know what they're doing. They might pr- like trick themselves a little bit. Like mm-hmm. it's so easy to trick people like, oh, I'm not dr- like, I'm not like, I don't think anyone intentionally like leads people on. Or hurts but, people. Right? Or hurts people. I mean, maybe some people do. Some people are sociopath. Talk to my ex-boyfriend. Yeah, right. um, <laughs> but your friend probably not. That's yeah, probably not what probably. he's doing. Probably, but they do. They are responding to your affection. Yeah, that has happened to me like two times where I've like pined over a lesbian who had a girlfriend. And as much as it sucks, because obviously you are so into this guy, you want to spend a lot of time with him, and I imagine you see him as your best friend or one of your best friends. But what I had to do in both those instances was take not not be friends with this person but take one or two steps back Mm -hmm. from the friendship exactly yeah and that's just to save your own heart 
Yeah. Because, you know, the distance will help you kind of regain some and collect your collect your thoughts and and kind of be able to pursue other people because kind of if you keep going in hanging out with this person all the time and giving it your all it's just Mm going to hurt more and more and more so yeah even if you think like oh i could just hang out and be friends and not you know and and Mm -mm. it not you you just will because you're you're a little you're bit human. you're a little bit in love and you're inhuman and you're you're a little dumb. Like yeah. but, well, you're always you, dumb when you're a little bit in yeah. love. Oh my god, seriously. It is the <laughs> it is the, the dumbest time. Dumbest time ever. When you're tired and when you're in love, you're at your dumbest. <laughs> Somebody um <laughs> one of our coworkers today walked in and was just like, Zach, I don't know what it is, but you always seem so well rested. And I was like, Well, that's garbage because I've <laughs> never woken up and felt good like I, I've never I, I've never woken up and felt like that was a good amount of sleep that I just had right, right now no I, I feel like so great I'm glad I'm I'm tricking everybody into <laughs> looking awake uh man but yeah man love makes you stupid yeah it sure does why love make you so dumb why uh, love make you so dumb <laughs> so hopefully that helps I, I think helps. yeah I think what what's the summary what's the moral of that one be active not passive yeah um, kind of the maybe theme take a step. Yeah, maybe yeah. take a step back from mm-hmm. your friendship. And again, that doesn't mean don't be friends with this person. It Absolutely. doesn't mean ignore this person. It just means maybe instead of texting them to hang out every single sure. night, get it to about one, one yeah. maybe two. Nights maybe a week. they don't have to see that cat meme right away. Right. You know. Right. Oh my god, it's so easy to just be like, oh, but they need to see this. <laughs> like, I trust you. They don't. I trust you. They don't. <laughs> Uh, send that to somebody else. So make send it, it to us. Laugh. It's a send it to us. I love cat memes. <laughs> yeah, we I love. To. I love. If you ever have a Zoidberg meme, send it my way. I love that <laughs> shit. Um, love that lobster boy. Love that lobster boy. Uh, <laughs> sad lobster boy. Uh, so we have a uh, question from Sean here. Thanks, Sean. Hey guys, I had a question I wanted to ask. Please fix me. Haha. <laughs> so, several O's. So, I got out of a pretty bad, abusive, controlling relationship almost two years ago. Really sorry to hear about that, Sean. Well, by the way, good for you yeah. for getting out. Congratulations. That's, That's very so hard. hard to do to break those chains. Yeah. Um, I've had a hard time letting someone else in again. Totally understandable. Mm-hmm. I've worked on myself a lot, and I'm happy being single. I'm still having a hard time letting down my walls. Any advice for healing past wounds and not assuming that it will happen again if I let walls down? I love being single, but I'd rather know it's because I want it and not because I'm afraid of being vulnerable again. That's a very, very good question. Great question. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, a lot of these other questions we've had are things that I've dealt with oh and my gosh. See, figured out yeah. how to get past and how to and how to work those things out. This is definitely one I still struggle with mm-hmm. in terms of of being vulnerable, and um, yeah, again, I mean, part of the reason why I just started going to therapy is because that is a big problem for me, and like even talking about this is like something I would not have done a couple of months ago. Really, and talking about vulnerability, yeah. yeah. Part of what's helped me is my my girlfriend is you know she's a very vulnerable person and like. I do have those walls up and I have Mm. for a while. And it was after getting hurt. I was not in an abusive relationship, but just getting hurt multiple times, you know, in relationships. Yeah. Built built up a trust wall. Absolutely. Whether you want to or not or whether you know it. Right. Exactly. Mm. Because and it's it only makes sense. Like your response makes total sense. It's your caveman brain. Totally normal. Owl fire hot. Owl fire bad. Yeah. 
our relationship But even hurt. worse, somebody actively hurt me. Right. Um, especially if it was as, as abusive like that. Um, and that's hard to get out in the first place. And so now you don't want to get back into something that could be even worse and, again, hard to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I... God, like you said, I, I definitely have struggled with this. I find that... Um, I don't. I. I think I have not been in a relationship, a real relationship, for like three years or so, um, which is a long time for me. But um, I'm finally liking being single again. Like he was saying, um, I think that's important. Is enjoying just being with yourself. But that's not the question, Zach. The question is <laughs> uh, taking those walls down. Um, I think even God, such a huge step. Even recognizing you have walls. I think just talking about it, whether or not it's Friends, definitely go to therapists, like get professional help, mm-hmm. um, figure out what the roots are. Um, and I think, I mean, as bad as it, it is, hopefully because you got out of that, you can recognize the patterns this time and you have the tools now that you mm-hmm. didn't before. Um, you can see the snakes in the grass like now you um, and you can get out of that before it starts. I mean, and this yeah, and I think. What you're saying is like totally great, mm-hmm. but I do think specifically for this question, yeah. this might be above our pay grade, <laughs> you it know, really, in a way. Yeah. Um, I agree <laughs> with Zach. Um, I think maybe this is something you should talk to a professional about, you know, um, but I do, I do have some advice on pulling yeah. down those walls because I have started to, and it really is just talking to people and talking to your friends. For me, it was my girlfriend and she started one thing she said one time that really helped me was I was having a hard time telling her I loved her. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, I did, but I didn't want to tell her that and like open up this big, huge piece of vulnerability where it's out there. Where it's out there and then she could hurt me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but she told me one time to just like try and like live. You know, because she was like, well, what's wrong? Like, isn't this wonderful? I was like, this relationship is great. Yeah. And she was just like, you know, we you just got to have to like lean into the joy and like try and live there rather than where you currently are in, in the what can go wrong. And it's really hard. But lean into the joy. Wow. Your girlfriend's so smart. Is she seeing <laughs> she anybody? <is. laughs> um, I'll, look, I'll ask if she's available. Yeah, that would be great. Maybe she has a gay brother. Uh, no, no, no. I no. wish. <laughs> if only. If only. <laughs> but uh, I love that. Lean into the joy. It, it is hard to... There's sometimes this feeling, especially when you've been hurt and you're starting to feel good and you don't even recognize that again. Mm-hmm. You know, and you start thinking, what I feel... What is this? You feel you start getting like, do I need to get out and go right now? Because, oh, no, no, this is good. And I like this. You know, um, you have to. Like I think well, it's just, no, just yeah, there's just it's sometimes because you got hurt. Um, you get nervous and cautious around those good feelings because like, oh, no, if if I enjoy this, then yeah, it oh, can no. be taken away from yeah, me. It can be again. taken away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I if I stay a distance away, I'll be fine. But then you're just you're hurting yourself in another way a little bit, you know? Right. It, you do like, I kind of realized that I was in a way because I wasn't, because I did have the walls built up and yeah. I wasn't like having truly enjoying things or mm-hmm. truly putting myself into, into dating or other people that 
I really wasn't getting the full experience of it. I was kind of numbing everything. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're, and you're not allowing that person who you like to really like you, right? To the fullest. Um, that's the that's the hard part, right? Is like when you have these walls built up. Yes, you are protecting yourself mm-hmm. from great pain, mm-hmm. but what you're also preventing is a lot of great happiness because you yeah. can't really experience like all that happiness if you still have those those walls up and you're not letting other people in Mm -hmm. you know or letting yourself enjoy something or like giving your yeah yourself yeah it's it's can be hard to trust that this person does like you and for the right reasons that they're not they don't want something from you or um because yeah i've I've had that before where somebody says like that they like me and i part, part of my brain goes why like <laughs> what that makes no sense why like what are you what the fuck are you talking about um yeah and just kind of relaxing a bit mm-hmm. is is so hard you get so used to like kind of like you stepped in shit you know and now you're so afraid uh that you're gonna do it again that you're just walking on tiptoes mm-hmm. and it's man this is a metaphor heavy <laughs> episode and again sean the hard part is is you probably there's a really good chance you will get hurt again yeah you know they they that might happen well, hopefully you know? not hopefully not to that extent in I, an abusive ever way again right um yeah i uh it is it is it's yeah mm, sean this one's a thinker yeah, you know and i think it's one that like is hard for me to answer i won't speak for yeah. you but hard for me to answer because it's something I am currently working on. Yeah. And those are kind of the steps that I've taken. I think, you know, it's so fucking hard for me. It was so really, really hard for me to even get to therapy and yeah. to even make the appointment. It took me like months to even make the appointment. Because you're afraid of like saying, oh, there's a pro- something's wrong. There is a problem. If I go to therapy, that means there is a problem. You know? Right. And then, and then I will have to open up and I will have to right. talk to someone because what am I going to do? Pay this person and not right. speak? And then, and then my biggest fear did happen. Oh, I'm just going to cry the entire time in front of this person. And that mm-hmm. did happen. And it sucked. Sure. But I did notice too that like the, the tension in my shoulder that's been, feel, that's been bothering yes. me for two years loosened up slightly. Your body you know what I mean? does the gnarliest things when it's holding something back. Totally. Um, when I was closet in high school, I, I had a, bouts of styes. Just oh, one really? after the other um, oh until on prom, I couldn't fully open my eyes. <laughs> yeah, I had to get Lance. But you're, the thing is, your body like is it knows and it's telling you when something's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you got to listen to yourself. Um, it's It sounds like, you know, hokey to say that your emotional state can affect your body, but it's absolutely oh, true. It's so true. It's absolutely true. Yeah. Man, but I hope that was at least a little helpful. Um, yeah, I know. I know it might not have been as helpful as some of the other ones, because, um, but I think we can start to identify mm-hmm. some things and like maybe identify some of the I steps. Think, um, I'm happy that you're happy. Honestly, me too. Part of the re- that's huge. You know, enjoy that happiness. You're yeah. saying you're happy being single. That's great. That's great. Like revel in that. Revel um, in that. I think similarly to almost everything we said today. Um, Things take time. Be patient. Be kind to yourself. And like Rome wasn't built in a day. Take small steps. Mm-hmm. Um, 
do little things. Go on, like, just go on a date with somebody. It doesn't have to be a huge thing right now, but, mm-hmm. you know, and, and enjoy it. But, yeah, and and also, like, the other things, like you were saying, be more active. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be passive in your life. Right. Yeah. And, you know, again, like you were saying, it doesn't have to be do P90X all at once, but yeah. the little steps. Being yeah. active doesn't mean, you know, jumping head first. It just means taking a little step. Yeah. And then, then taking another little step, mm-hmm. you know. And you're going to get better, but it's... It takes it takes time and it's work. It's all work. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's much harder work if we think we're doing it by ourselves. Right. Um, That's why it's nice that we're doing this yes. and talking to each other. Like, and that you guys felt you could reach out to us as well is it, it means a lot. Hey, that's an active step. It's so a great job. Guys. Really awesome. Yeah. Thank we're <laughs> <laughs> That's sort of it sort of sounds like a pat on the back. Doesn't it? When we say it like that. We're so um, great. We're so great. No, but it, it does mean a lot. And especially everybody who told us they're coming out stories or that this somehow inspired them to come out. Like that is so humbling. Like I think Haley and I really both is. were we, like we we were sharing like just some of somebody's message and we were like holding back tears a little bit because yeah. it was so sweet. Um, we really love you guys a lot. And it means so much that you're listening to our stupid little show it's like really an honor and we can't believe you guys are t- i know <laughs> are doing this and listening to us and also just sharing such you know your personal stories with us and like it's such an honor and it like is. it is like you said really humbling and it's um really cool i really hope we answered some questions today yeah me too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think there was some good stuff i think you made a lot of great points i think you're you're a very uh smart cookie Haley uh, oh i think you are too zach <laughs> Dang, I need to think of a, a, a metaphor. Uh, you're a smart, you, you took it. A smart it's cookie the is the only one. one. It's the only one. <laughs> well, you're also a smart cookie. <laughs> Thank you so much again for sending in your questions. Um, if we didn't get to yours, uh, we're, we apologize, but we are holding on to them for later episodes mm-hmm. um, and continue to send them. Yeah, and we'll we'll read them on here. And again, we can be totally anonymous if you want. Mm-hmm. Use your first name if you want. Up to you. Uh, but yeah, keep sending those in um, and we will get to them eventually. Yeah, where so. can they send those? Oh, well, they can send them, uh, they can DM us mm-hmm. on our Instagram. Ooh, at, DM. Yes, yeah, and slide into those DMs. Well, lingo. <laughs> on Instagram at uh, Not Together Podcast, on Twitter at uh, Not Together Cast, and email us at Not Together Podcast at gmail.com. And also, you can send us a message on Facebook yeah. at uh, We're Not Together. Um, you should just be able to type that in. You should be able to find us. So. Super easy. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope it was it was fine with just the two of us, just all by ourselves. All by ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and Josh, he's there recording. <laughs> Josh, how how did we answer any questions? Do you think? <laughs> Josh says he thinks so. He has to say that. He, he, we pay him. Too. <laughs> we don't pay him nothing. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, so um, thanks again for the questions, guys, and thanks so much for listening. We'll see yeah. you next time. See ya. Bye. We're Not Together is a Reverie original podcast, executive produced by Aaliyah J. Daniels, LaShawn McGee, Chris Rodriguez, and Damian Pellicone. The show is hosted and produced by Zach Ogle and Haley Manrique. show is edited by Josh Perkins, and our theme song was composed by Barry Anderson. Download the Reverie app now and use the code TOGETHER, Together for 25% off your first three months.